This Podcast Movement 2022 audio session is brought to you by Supporting Cast, the best way to sell and deliver exclusive podcasts. And special thanks to PM22 Virtual Ticket Presenting Sponsor, Amazon Music. My name's Demona Hoffman, and you might be wondering, what's this lady going to teach me about PR? What does this lady know about PR? Well, I will tell you right now. The rules still apply, but the rules have changed. Certified dating coach and our friend of the show, Demona Hoffman is here, and she and I have a lot to say today. You can't ignore the red flags, and they show up early and often. Step one, you have to do a FaceTime or phone call before the date. And then step two, do a check-in. One check-in, Mario, don't go crazy. I do, she makes <laughs> you sound like a stalker. I do one check-in, that's it. What do you think, Demona? I think this is where it's all starting from. It was a little suspicious to me that they kept reiterating that it was platonic love at first sight. Usually when you have something on the brain that much, there's something deeper to it. One in five engagements doesn't actually even end up in marriage. What would it feel like, Garcelle, if you could let go for a second and let somebody else tell you, I got you? This is all part of the process. Thank you. I do a lot of PR, you guys. <laughs> I do a lot of PR, but I didn't start here. I didn't even start out as a dating expert. I actually started out working in casting at CBS and NBC, and I realized that there was a problem. There was a problem for a lot of actors. They didn't know how to market themselves. And I found that they didn't have headshots that really stood out from a crowd. They didn't know what to do to get in the room with someone like me. And they were missing this really vital personal branding and marketing piece. So over 20 years ago, I started teaching classes in personal branding for actors. And I found that when we adjusted their headshots, that they would get called in more. And when they knew what to do in the audition room, they would be more successful and book more. And guess what? I was also single at the time, and I was living in LA, dating a lot of actors, and <laughs> it was, uh, it was in, the, in the infancy of online dating. And I, it suddenly dawned on me that what I was teaching actors about marketing might also apply to dating, because a profile photo is basically just a headshot, and we all know that a first date is really an audition, right? So once I figured that out, I was able to meet my husband online, and that's what led me to becoming a dating expert. But all the while, I was also working up the chain in uh, at Paramount and Sci-Fi Channel. I executive produced a show for Discovery. So I was building these skills where I knew how to produce content, and I knew how to, how to market content, and I knew how to market myself. And so I said, I'm going to take all of this knowledge and I'm going to become a podcaster. <laughs> and since that time, the podcast has led me to so many great opportunities, some of which you saw on that video a moment ago. But I didn't start out on the Drew Barrymore show. I thought it would be helpful for you to see the road that led to Drew Barrymore show. And now I'm at the point where I get a lot of incoming media, but it also all begins with the pitch. And so I'm gonna show you today how everything you do can be PR and everything you do can actually lead to some of these inbound 
PR requests and media opportunities that ultimately will promote your podcast. So um, as you see, that's my Dates and Mates podcast logo uh, in the upper left corner. From the Dates and Mates podcast, I got a call one day from BET.com, BET.com, and Black Entertainment Television, for those who don't know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, and they contacted me because they were looking for writers to do dating and relationship content. They had heard my podcast, and they asked me to write articles. So then I was able to get paid to actually write content that then, as you see, I don't know if you can see on the slide, but I was also linking back to my podcast when I was trying to build up listenership. I was linking back to my podcast there on BET.com. From BET, I got a call from Shondaland. We want to do, you know, Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes has a, has a website, Shondaland. They do a lot of content. They do podcasts. And they said, we want to do some dating profile makeovers. So they contacted me. I did a dating profile makeover there. And then I got a call from, oh, not oh, from Oprah herself, you guys, but... I'm still waiting for that call. <laughs> but I got a call from O Magazine saying, we want you to work with one of our editors, and we want it to be the cover story here in February, how to win at online dating. So I'm building, as you see, I'm building from one opportunity to the next. Then I did a segment on eDaily Pop, and I did a profile makeover for one of their producers. And guess what? The Drew Barrymore show was like, we're starting up. We need to have someone do this dating segment. We're going to call in this lady. She's going to join us from her garage on Zoom. And I started doing the Drew Barrymore show two years ago now. And we're just about to start production on our third season. And as you see now, I'm, I get to be in the studio and working directly with Drew. But again, all of this begins with the pitch, with knowing your brand, knowing who you are, knowing how to sell that to the right people. So first, I just want to give you the elements of a perfect pitch, and then I'll show you how to implement it and when to pitch and who to pitch to so that you can get your podcast the kind of promotion that you really want and deserve. So every perfect pitch has three elements. It has an eye-catching intro, something that grabs someone right out of the bat, like the, the headline, the first thing that you say in your message to them, the first thing out of your mouth, that really matters, that first impression really matters. So make sure you have an eye-catching intro, make sure you have terrific talking points that you can back up what you're talking about. You already know, like if a, if a producer's gonna book you for a segment, they're not just gonna be like, oh, you're great and let's put you on television. They're gonna say, what are you gonna talk about? How are you gonna educate us, entertain us, inform us? So if you go in already saying, I figured this all out, I know what I'm doing, even if they have a different idea, they know that you're prepared. They know that you're thinking about it and that if they put you in that chair or if they, if, if someone books you on their podcast, that you are going to be able to fill the room with content. And then you also need credibility. And I know, you know, we've seen a lot of fabulous clips here, but again, I didn't start there. I started with my podcast. You, you probably have material from, from your podcast right now, if, even if you're just starting out. There's, there's some content that you can create on your own. Initially, I just had my own YouTube videos that were driving people to my podcast and driving, me, driving uh, PR people to me. And then you build, you build from where you are. And as you saw a moment ago, everything, everything that you do, it, it depends on what came before it. So everything is always building and we're playing the long game in PR. 
Okay, so we're gonna do a little exercise because I like to get to know people. I think you probably wanna get to know people too. So pick a partner and, oh wait, I skipped ahead. Let me show you the sample pitch and then so you, just so you can have an, have, have an example of what you're gonna do and then we're gonna pick partners. Um, so this is an example of like all the things that I just talked about. By the way, I will have a handout at the end. I'll give you a URL to my website where you can download a sample pitch. But this is a pitch I did in January because um, I'm a dating coach and I don't know if you guys know an important date that comes up kind of around February 14th every year. All the guys in here are like, I have no idea. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> so Valentine's Day is like my Super Bowl. That's when I book, <laughs> catch up with me, okay. <laughs> That's when I book like 50% of my media for the year. And so I start my Valentine's Day pitches like December, I start writing them in December, start sending them out in January. So there's a show that I wanted to be on, out of the gate. I'm like, it's in New York, I'm like, I'm gonna be on Drew Barrymore's show, January 13th, and first week I say um, that peak dating season begins this Sunday and goes through February 14th. So I'm basically saying like, hey, there's something newsworthy that's happening right now. I'm the person to do it because I have this credibility because I'm also on this other show because people like what other people like, you know? So they're like, oh, you must be good. If you're on the Drew Barrymore show, then we'll book you too. Um, but then I also gave her ideas. I'm like, I can talk about peak dating season, but if you don't want to talk about peak dating season, that's fine. We don't have to talk about peak dating season. We can talk about dating predictions for 2022. You don't like that? No problem. We could talk about dating after divorce. I let her know that I have a lot of topics at my disposal that I can present not to serve me. I didn't say, you notice I didn't say anything about like, I'm really great, I do all of these things, I've helped hundreds and thousands of couples. And I said, how am I serving you and your audience? Your audience wants to know about dating after divorce. Your audience wants to know about peak dating season. This is relevant and I'm gonna make your show better by being on it. And then of course I linked to my reel, which I'm constantly updating every time I get new clips. But then I added uh, the credibility again, but it's not in her face, it's just like, hey, you wanna click this. Okay, so that is now what we're gonna do. For those that like, are, have like social anxiety, <laughs> you had a, a few moments to warm up to the idea that you're going to now choose a partner. Wait, let's see, are you really gonna choose a partner? You are, you're gonna choose a partner and um, give them a pitch and think about those elements and just, just basically, in, it's an introduction, but tell them who you are. If you have a podcast, tell them, tell them three important facts about your podcast. And if you don't have a podcast, maybe just tell them three important facts about you. What do you want them to remember about you? And why do you do the thing that you do? That's kind of the credibility piece here. So I'm gonna give you like um, a minute each, like two and a half minutes, to just say hello to your neighbor practice pitch, and by the way, a lot of times, the pitches happen in rooms like this. It's not always in an email, it's not always on LinkedIn, as you saw a minute ago, that email I originally connected with the booker on LinkedIn, and then she said, follow up with me over email, but sometimes it just happens in a room like this, so let's start making connections right now. Everything is PR. This one? You want this one? And I have a handout. I have a handout that you'll get with a, with a different one, but that with the pitch talking points. Yeah. Are you going to want any, you want anyone to talk about theirs? Like, do you want me to get a mic for you? 
Oh, that's fun. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. If you haven't switched already, go ahead and switch. We got about another minute left. Okay, start to wrap it up, please. You guys can start to wrap up. Okay, I'll do it like my, my kid's teacher. When the hand goes up, when the hand goes up, who knows this one? The mouth goes shut. When the hand goes up, the mouth goes shut. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. All right, are you guys ready for a curveball? We were doing pitching time. Oh wait, we're gonna go this way. Okay, here's the curveball. The mark of a great pitch is that not only are you pitching great talking points, but is it landing? Can that person then pitch you to their boss, to, to another person that maybe you should be, that would be a better fit for you? So, Who's feeling brave? Who thinks that they can pitch us back the person's story that they talk to, or at least a few points? Yes, I love, I love bravery and confidence. He's gonna bring you a mic right now. So I have Mr. D. Brown. He is a producer uh, that helps podcasters get their time back and monetize their podcasts. You know why I love that? Thank you. That was a fantastic pitch. Uh, and I love that you sold the value that he brings. It's, it wasn't just a, a resume reading, but it's that he helps podcasters get their time back. I don't know about you, but if there's any other podcasters in the house who could use a little bit of time, raise your hand. Okay, so now you know who to go talk to. Keep your hands up. Okay. Um, and I'm going to open it up for questions at the end. And again, I, we, I do have a handout at the end that has a full write-up of, of this, of the perfect pit, of another perfect pitch. And then uh, you can actually see how my talking points for a news segment went. You, I have a clip of the news segment so you can see how it turned out. Did you want to do one? 
Oh, okay. Hold on one second. Let's do it real quick. And then, because I have so much more to show you guys. So I am pitching Andrea Patrick to the Dallas Morning News to the business editor. We found him on LinkedIn. And say, hey, John, uh, great connecting with you on LinkedIn. I see that you're the business feature writer. I would like to talk to your audience or have you uh, basically, what do we say? Um, Yes, I, I would like to uh, help executives build a personal brand. I can talk to you about how, why, and was it high, why, how, why, and what, it is. What, it, what is a personal brand, how to develop one, and why. And yeah. I'd like to further talk with you about it, da, da, this and that. I'm going to throw you a curveball. Wait, you're pitching her? Yeah, pitching her. Okay, what is your unique value proposition? Because there's a lot of people talking about personal brand. How do you do it differently? I teach people how to use who they are in terms of their past and what their triggers are. I help them understand their personal framework, meaning what are their strengths, their limitations, their desires, and their non-negotiables, and how to operate within that and leverage that on all platforms, life, career, and business. Okay, so my tip, and then I'm going to go into the examples of where and how to pitch these different, these different pitches and how you how you can land at the right time with the right pitch. But I would say pick one of those... Triggers was the word that stood out to me in what she just said. Pick one of those triggers and, and say the biggest trigger, even if you can back it up with science, like there's a new study that comes out. Like I'm always reading what's hitting the news, what's hitting Twitter, what's, what's trending, and you can jump on that and say like this big, this trigger is preventing entrepreneurs from reaching their potential, here's why. Okay, so let's go into the examples. Thank you so much for sharing. Let's go into the examples. Yeah, I love it. I love it when people like to get involved. Okay, so I, um, let me break down the three ways that I pitch and the, the three ways that I make headlines happen. You can either create the headline, you can catch the headline, or you can be the headline. Now, we'll start with catching the headline. Um, who here knows about Harrow, help a reporter out? Oh, a lot of hands, okay, good. So for those of you who do not know Harrow, basically it's a place where media post queries. They're looking for someone that specializes in horseback riding, and once they want to write for Horse Magazine, uh, an article about, I don't know, something that horses do. I don't know much about I don't think they want to write an article about that. I think we know that. But, um, you know, like horse Halloween costumes. No, I, I bet you, watch. October, they're going to be like, does anyone have, there's always animal Halloween costumes. So they post it. And so there was a Harrow post. This is the post. I will, I will paraphrase. Um, Cosmopolitan magazine. So I don't post, I don't submit to every single Harrow post, but Anytime there's something in my category, you can even get, you, you get it in your email, you get a digest, like I'm in the lifestyle category, so I get that digest, and I look at also what is the outlet. Um, it, sometimes if it says anonymous, it's like really good, and sometimes if it says anonymous, it's really not, and you don't know, but you know if it says Cosmo, it's good. So I, I saw this, types of kisses, um, she's looking for a woman of color expert, obviously, that is in my favor. And um, she lists all of these type of kisses, which requires me to read the, the query carefully, right? I'm like, okay, I can't picture any of the ones that she already pitched. 
did you get a look at some of these? I'm like, what? What is a lizard kiss? I don't know. But I was like, I don't need to know what a lizard kiss is to know that I have a different idea. Um, so she says, can you think of any other types of kisses? So I know, I got to get her attention, like, right out of the gate. So this is the email I sent her. I knew she was looking for a woman of color. I also hosted a show called Hashtag Black Love on a and &E Networks. And so I'm like, I got to tell her in the headline, like, I'm black. And you're looking for a woman of color expert. And I know about kisses. And I'm on television, so I probably have some credibility, right? So that's my pitch title. Um, that's my email title. And then here's the contents. I said, um, I, I led with the credibility. And then I said, she, she said, can you think of any other types? She doesn't want my life story up front. She doesn't want to know like what I have for breakfast. She just wants to know what are some other types of kisses? I said, top of the head kisses. And I told her why. And I know that's a good one, right? <laughs> and then guess what? It turned into this article. An article is PR, folks. 13 types of kisses that will have both of you craving more. I also just want to point out, this was two years ago. July 7th was the article. What's, uh, what's the date on that query? So if you really want to do this and you really want to be in the headlines, you got to move fast. PR moves really fast. So I jumped right on it. I got this headline, but that's not all, folks. Because then she contacted me a couple weeks later and she said, hey, I want to do this article about long distance relationships. Do you have any tips for that? Do I have any tips for that? I sure do. So that turned into a second article. But do you think that's all? No, that's not all. Because then she was also doing a roundup of podcasts later that year. And 11 dating and relationship podcasts if you're single, committed, or just love, love. You guys, you cannot pay. You cannot pay for this kind of publicity to be on a top 10 podcast list. Wait, I'm sorry. Not on a top 10 podcast list. To be number one and to be called, okay, high key, V cool, which for those who don't know means very cool. Um, and that was all because I had been of service to her and her audience and she then, be, I got on her radar, and so when she was doing this list, I was top of mind. That's, that's uh, catching the headline. Now to create the headline. Who knows who this beautiful goddess is? Not me, you guys, the other one. <laughs> Anybody? Laverne Cox, Laverne Cox. She's an Emmy-nominated transgender actress and activist. She's an amazing person. And surprise, surprise to me, apparently she was a fan of my podcast. Um, sometimes you just get these emails, y'all. And I was like, I'm sorry, come again? Um, and she wanted me to be a guest on her podcast. So um, I was second guest on her podcast after Brene Brown. And, and I know you've heard of Brene Brown. <laughs> After, not the same episode or anything. It was like the next episode. Um, but I figured, hey, if Laverne, if, if Laverne wanted me to be on her show, maybe Laverne will come on my little podcast. And um, I knew that booking her, timing for PR was, was a factor. So I booked her to line up with Trans Awareness Week, November 13th through 19th. And she shared... A lot of hot goss, you guys. She shared a lot of things. And I thought, this is really newsworthy. I am going to pitch 
gossip magazines, you know, entertainment news, um, LGBTQ publications. I am going to get this information to the people who want to hear it. So I, I did a lot of pitches, and it, it's not all it's not all wins, guys. I, I know I made it sound like really rosy. It's not all wins. Um, I did hear back from New York Post. Um, didn't hear back from anyone else. None of these none of these pitches actually ended up in an article. But then the next day, uh, I shared a clip that Laverne shared to her Instagram page and Daily Mail, I knew would be doing something about Trans Awareness Week. Um, I had nothing to do with the Gucci lingerie, you guys, but it doesn't matter because they embedded a clip from my podcast and said, earlier Tuesday, Laverne shared a clip of her recent appearance on Damona Hoffman's podcast, Dates and Mates. But that's not all, you guys. That's not all, it can't be all. Because uh, then Laverne and I had a relationship and she had a birthday party this spring and she was launching a new Barbie doll. She's the first transgender woman to ever have a Barbie doll made in her likeness. It was an amazing event and I got to go. And guess what? A party is PR. Of course it's PR. So there I am on the red carpet, there I am with Laverne, there I am with her Barbie. I shared about her party, and again, adding value to her and her Barbie release. She, in turn, on social, shared that I was there and thanked me for coming. That is PR, my friends. All of this is PR, and all of this then adds to the next opportunity or the next time my phone rings or my inbox uh, gets a message. How can you be the headline, though? How can you be the headline? So I was talking earlier about Valentine's Day. That's my Super Bowl, Valentine's Day. I, I know that the story is, it's not me necessarily, but the story is Valentine's Day and love. So that's when I know I'm gonna be winning. And that's when I gotta have my pitches ready. And this gentleman here on the left is like my idol. And I can't, I literally can't tell you how many times I have pitched to have him on my show a lot. Uh, but it just so happened, my fabulous producer, Lindsay, who's right here, um, had, uh, knew him, and so she was able to get the pitch into the right hands at the right time, and he said, wow, she sounds great, I'll do her podcast, and you know what, I'm going to have her as my guest on Valentine's Day, February 14th as well. And it does get better, there's more, because then he was on my show, and he I said this. appreciate how carefully and seriously you, you take your job and, and you've been thinking, because you, you learn a, t a ton. You know, in medical school, we look at cases. That's how you learn. That's how you get experience. That's how you get judgment. And you've been now hearing all these cases. And so you have a catalog of experience that really does teach you something substantial. But you have to pay attention and care about it as you do. And so congratulations on that. Thank you. You guys... I got a compliment from my idol. An endorsement is PR. So now I can use that clip for credibility as well that, I would say that was an endorsement. Would you say it was an endorsement? It kind of said I did a good job. Um, I can use that again. Um, I'll come back to this, but all, we're gonna, cause we're gonna talk in a minute also about um, podcast trades and podcast, um, podcast players being featured there, but I also, it also resulted in my podcast being featured on Apple for their Valentine's Day feature. 
There's more, you guys, of course. Uh, podcast trades are PR. Now, all of that fantastic media that I've done that's really fun to do and really exciting to see on a resume, in spite of that, I have always gotten the biggest bump on my show in terms of new listeners coming in from doing trades with other podcasters. But you've got to know how to pitch their show so that you're adding value as well. So what I do is I look at the charts in my category. This is a screenshot of Chartable. Um, and all of these shows, which are in the top 20, um, and actually now even a few more, I have been on these shows from pitching them, not all the time, but I tend to pitch um, two times a year. And eventually, like, why won't you date me? I, for two years, we pitched. And finally, she was like, she doesn't have very many dating experts. It's mostly comedians and friends. Um, but why won't you date me? I think they're even higher ranked. They're like the number two relationship podcast. I saw a huge bump from being on Nicole Byer's show. Um, and now I know Nicole Byer, and she's really funny and cool. So make sure that you are building relationships here at Podcast Movement and beyond with other podcasters in your category especially. I see the most, most transfer when it's a really compatible audience, a compatible podcast, and especially when I am on one of like the top 20 shows in my category, it really makes a difference to my listenership and my bottom line. Now also, features are PR. So I talked a second ago about being featured on Apple, Apple um, podcasts. I've also been featured on Spotify. Um, actually, two years ago, I had two shows that I host, both featured on Apple's homepage at the same time. So that was pretty exciting. And this week, I am excited to share that we dropped uh, my 10th, 10th season premiere um, on Tuesday. And Apple, finally, after 10 years of pitching, selected us for new and noteworthy. So, persistence. <laughs> persistence pays off. And, and these kind of features directly impact the number of listens you're going to get to your podcast. Um, by the way, there are links to submit yourself on all of the major podcast players. I'm going to give you a URL at the end that you can download my pitch, and then you also, it has links where you can submit your own show. But keep in mind that you're not pitching all the time. You're pitching when you are creating the headline. You're pitching when you are, you're not really catching the headline with, with these. But really think about the calendar. Think about things that they're already going to be promoting. And think about how you can be of service to the Apple audience, the Spotify audience, the Stitcher audience, and then give them the love back. So like if you go to my Instagram, at Damona Hoffman, spelled D-A-M-O-N-A-H-O-F-F-M-A-N. Um, if you go to my Instagram, you will see like we gave Apple a lot of love back for the feature and we're gonna continue to post more and more uh, about them giving us this wonderful honor that we spent 10 years uh, trying to achieve. But if you don't get those features, don't, it, don't stress because it, everything builds, as I have said earlier, everything builds on the thing that came before it. And really the podcast trades and podcaster relationships are the thing that have yielded the most fruit consistently for me. And that have really, I think that's what podcasting is about. It's really about being a part of this community and this movement. There you go, podcast movement. <laughs> Uh, but this is really important. Don't forget your plug. A lot of times people will go on news shows and they'll say, okay, well, they, they have all my graphics and 
they have my bio and they're gonna do a wonderful introduction. Um, if you saw our intro this morning, you know that sometimes it doesn't always go as planned. <laughs> but if you rely on them to do your promotion for you, you, you basically just wasted your time. You have to come ready to promote yourself and there, you don't want ever to be, to be salesy, but there are ways that you can integrate your talking points and in your promotion into the segment and, and the content that you're giving. So here's an example of how I did that. People, I think, they're so busy in life and they're just like, I don't have time. Yeah, a lot of my Dates and Mates podcast listeners are very type A ladies, you know, I, I am myself and they... Could you guys tell that I was a type A lady? No, <laughs> you can. Um, what I did in that segment is I did two things. Not only did I mention my podcast and the repeated mention, of course they did give me an, a, a mention at the end of the show. Doesn't always happen, folks. You, if they're cutting for time and it's like, and we're out. And you're like, but wait, I didn't get to say the thing. So I got the mention in there, but I also said, who is the podcast for? Are there any other type A ladies in the house who are single and maybe want to hear about dating and relationships? Then they know this is a show for me. So I did those two things in that very short clip. Okay, I have 10 minutes, so I'm going to open it up for questions, if you guys have any. That's how you can get in touch with me. I'm on all the socials, at Demona Hoffman. You can email me, Demona at DemonaHoffman.com. And there's the link that I promised you. See, I deliver. Uh, DemonaHoffman.com slash PM 2022. If you go there, you can download one of my pitches, see the segment that it turned into, and you can also find all of those links for Apple, po uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, all of the curators and how to get your podcast in front of them. Thank you. Questions, questions, raise your hands. This is like, remember that hand goes up, the mouse goes shut. This is like the opposite now. <laughs> the hand oh, goes up, the mouse well, goes I had up. a question. Um, do you ever pay for PR? I hear that I hear a lot of people will pay for it. It seems like you're getting oh, it all for girl. free, you know? Like, I have feelings awesome. about that. I do. Um, so it's not PR if you're paying for it. Um, it's paid promotion. I do sometimes uh, pay for some marketing, but none of this I paid for. And actually some of it, like the BET article, I got paid to write. I think there's a, there's a lot of folks that, there are a lot of folks that are taking your money and won't deliver on it. So I'm just very cautious if I'm gonna pay for something, I make sure I like check references and check results as well. Good question. Okay, hi. Hey, Chris Bello with chrisbello.com. Already learning a lot. Um, thank you so much for the presentation. My question for you is, were you emailing all these pitches yourself or did you have an assistant doing it and how frequently are they messaging people if so? Because I like to delegate everything. So I'm wondering, do I need to do this personally or can I outsource this? Yeah, you can absolutely outsource this. Of course, when I started out, I did every pitch myself. Now um, I do like split it up with my assistant. Uh, we have a running media list, so any any person in media that I have 
had contact with, I have them on a list so I can follow up with them. So I'll tend to do it myself if I have a prior relationship with them. But then like we'll go through that list of, you know, the chartable list of the other podcasts in my category and we'll track down a contact you know, we'll stalk you on LinkedIn. We, we get you on Twitter. We'll find you. And, and, we, and so we have like a template that then she will customize for them. And the customization, I think, is really key. Like, of course, I've built up a lot of credibility, but I think it's really the, the, the connection that they make and knowing that you know their content, you know their audience, and you know how to serve them. So making sure you're like referencing a prior prior episode or guest or topic that you know that that you think that they will be interested in. Yeah. Hi there. Hi. My name is Dedeker Winston. I'm with the Multi-Emory podcast. We're also on that same top 10 list together. What was actually. Wait, what's the name of the podcast? The Multi-Emory podcast. Awesome. We okay. do all research-backed non-monogamous relationship advice. Yay. Yeah. So um, with the template that you shared, we've been encouraged by a number of sources to do similar things when doing pitches. But we also receive a lot of those template pitches for people who want to be guests on our shows. 99% of the time, it doesn't grab us and it falls flat, often because it is generic or it's a template or it's not well matched. And so I guess I wanted to hear your thoughts about your recommendation there of like, how does this come across as more authentic? How does this stand out when a lot of people are using a very similar, here's my three bullet points of talking points kind of template? Excellent question. Congrats on the on the list, by the way. Um, I would say that, I mean, you know because you're on the receiving end, that there are some pitches, like we probably book, I don't know, less than 5% of the pitches that come in for Dates and Mates. But when you know, you know. And like occasionally I'll get something and I'll forward it to Lindsay and and it's that headline that really jumps out. So sometimes that'll happen, like I was talking about catching, catching the headline, I mean, you're talking about creating the headline, like some of it is timing, like the Laverne Cox and knowing, oh wait, like I always do something for Halloween, I love Halloween, it's my favorite, in case you can tell by the horse costume thing. Um, I, I would be very open to like Halloween dating pitches. Now, okay, now everybody's gonna be emailing me. <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm looking for something to fill. And usually timing is really important too. So it's, it's gotta, you gotta start thinking of these things like a few months in advance. So I'm already starting to noodle about Valentine's Day and I'm gonna write the pitch in December, but focusing on also what's trending. Like I get a lot of, a lot of pitches that are like, uh, I don't know what's what's happened lately in the new like mm, Ben and and Jen are back together and you know here's our take on it or here's this new study so I would really lead with that and then you know back it up with the credibility but ultimately they're either going to be interested or they're not and I mean hopefully you take away from this presentation that I do a lot of pitching and there's a lot of no's in there but when you get the yeses, it's so worth it. So don't worry about the no's. It's just like dating, you guys. Don't worry about the no's. Not everyone is going to be for you, but if you can really think strategically and get out of head of, ahead of it and be also consistent about following up, then that's when you'll connect with your people. Yeah, thank you. 
Hi, Demona. I'm Chandra with Snap Talk with Chandra podcast. So um, my question is two part. Uh, you mentioned reels at the beginning. Um, how important as a podcaster is it to have a reel? And mm -hmm. at what point, say I'm relaunching my podcast and re are rebranding it. And at what point do I start creating my reel? Yeah, and just to clarify, you know, I meant like TV reel, not yeah, real, I know, not Instagram reel. Okay, so um, I would say when you have enough material to fill like a minute, then that you feel like this is really representative of my show, I think you start putting it together, and then I iterate my reel probably every six months to a year, so I'm always like putting the fresh stuff in it and like eventually it's it's like it's so hard to to let go of some of the old stuff too but then you get to really see how far you've come and how you how you're growing and evolving so start where where you're at and with all the tools that we have and I'm sure there's like a lot of talks on on you know how to create the content it's so much cheaper and easier than when I started out in the television business 20 years ago it's, and so I'll use all these tools that are at your disposal and just start where you're at. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, okay, here, and then here, and then I have two minutes before they kick me out. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. So Shauna, The Grit Show, is my podcast, thegritshow.com. So my question is, I'm newer to this, and I actually have like PR companies approaching me to have people come on my podcast, and I'm instantly repelled by them and I don't know if I should be trying to work with them and utilize them but it feels like they're just packaging and using people that have money to be on instead of genuinely want to be on so could you speak to that okay let's talk about this thank you for bringing that up there are a lot of podcast um, podcast PR and booking companies now I have worked with some in the past um, I work with scouts agency so uh, a lot of times like if we just don't have the bandwidth We'll bring them on board for a three-month stint to lead up to Valentine's Day. I have a book coming out next year. We're going to bring them back on to get me on podcasts. And they, ideally, if you're with a good agency, they know the right podcast. But I know a lot of agencies are kind of just blanketing all of the shows. Here's the thing. As podcasters receiving pitches when you maybe haven't been used to doing that, don't get mad, y'all. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, I got this, like, very generic pitch and I hate it and I hate all the pitches and I'm, you don't need to do that. You, you're not even obligated to respond. You can just delete or you can work with them and use it as an opportunity to build a relationship. I have gotten some really great podcast guests from agencies and if they pitch you and it's not right, give them feedback. You can ignore it, <laughs> but if you give them feedback and you say, I'm really looking for more women of color dating experts, then you, you can kind of condition them to think about who is right for your show and what kind of content that you really want to do, and then they can serve you better. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great question. Okay. I, yeah. And then there. And um, this is Trisha Burt with No Time to Be Timid is my podcast. Um, I may have missed this, but where do we find the Help a Reporter Out link? How do we find that? Oh, that seems we should put that on the website. Very useful. Well, okay, well, we'll put that on the, we'll out update that on the PM20, demonahoffman.com slash PM2022. <clears throat> but um, literally, if you Google Harrow, H-A-R-O, oh. you can sign up for their email blast, and it's free. 
They also put out queries on Twitter. Oh, by the way, you guys know all media people pretty much are on Twitter, right? Like, that is my sole purpose on Twitter is like connecting with people in the media and a lot of times they will post there oh hey I'm looking for a source about this or I'm looking I'm doing an article about this so make sure that you're you know tracking people that are in your category there Harrow H-A-R-O Harrow you'll find it but we'll put the link up there for you too thank you okay I think that one more okay we got we got approved for one more. Just real quick, do you ever use um, press releases, PR Newswire? Um, I have, and they don't generally move the needle much, but I'll do them if I kind of need something to drive people to, to say, hey, I have a press release. But it's still, like, you can link to it in a pitch, but it's still like the, I call it the hand-to-hand -hand combat. You still gotta get in there in the trenches and like really do the work, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Wonderful speaking with you. Have fun at Podcast Movement.